and welcome to another episode of the All Japan Women's Destiny Podcast. I'm your host, JD, going solo today as we are entering classic episode 17 on this podcast. We're entering the year of 1987. This podcast is a spinoff of the Red Leaf Retrocast, where we go over seven promotions each and every episode. AEW from the top Puro uh, promotions and the top Joshi promotions. We pick some matches in between as well, but it did it did start out as a retro podcast. So we do uh, all Japan women's over there. We do New Japan through the '90s currently upon this recording, and going through WCW and its dying years. I started in 1998. We're heading to the end. This episode is coming off the heels of the second hair versus hair match between Dump Matsumoto and Chigusa Nagayo. Now, <clears throat> the classics uh, skipped all the way from that show from November 1986 all the way until uh, February of 1987, late February as well. So we're missing basically three months of what happened in All Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, they were gearing up for some uh, tag title matches. The Grand Prix uh, starts at, you know, near the middle end of March. So what I'm trying to do through this second go-through of All Japan Women going back, and if you've listened to previous episodes, uh, try to watch some more matches, maybe give more information that we've learned since then, because a lot of these... A lot of these All Japan Women shows I've uh, watched for the first time and really uh, dove deep into the history of the promotion. A lot of the wrestlers just ed educated myself uh, further with the help of a lot of people and a lot of literature out there that you're able to find and, and translate. So uh, since then, since my first watch through, uh, there's a lot more YouTube channels and daily motion channels and... Uh, sketchy, sketchy sites that uh, have gone up and you can find more matches. Uh, the one I've been using uh, quite often is Vito X Puro over on YouTube. Who knows uh, what time you're listening to this. Could The YouTube channel could be gone already. But anyways, uh, I found three matches, particularly on his. Uh, there's a few others out there that I was able to find. Uh, there's uh, a couple tape trading sites I like using as well. Uh, but I want to see kind of what the big shows or angles or storyline progressions are when I when I do choose certain matches and uh, talk about them on this podcast. Uh, the first one is one that came at the end of November of 1986, and this kind of had a big the 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 end of 1986 after that Nagayo Matsumoto match was. More or less a lot of just kind of fill-in shows. That's what it came across as. And it was a lot of team shows. A lot of elimination tags, five-on-five -five situations. Because uh, they were doing a team league. Uh, very similar to kind of a, a tag league. But a lot of it was elimination style. Uh, building up, basically, Dump Matsumoto's crew of Kokaku Dome against a ragtag group of whoever could be put together uh, with the remainder of the roster. So in November, uh, November 29th, 
There was the uh, Dome team with some uh, Gaijins that came in against a very ragtag bunch. So the Dome team was Bull Nakano, Condor Saito, Grizzly Iwamoto, still going by Kumiko, uh, Susan Starr, and Tracy Richards. Okay. And a lot of these names may come across as nobodies, uh, not worth worrying about, but uh, the, the big names from Dome to pay attention to are, of course, Bull Nakano, uh, Condor Saito, who's the number three in Dome, and the up-and-coming uh, Kumiko uh, slash Grizzly Iwamoto. Their opponents, the uh, 3WA champion Yukari Omori, whom uh, her reign is uh, a reign of terror, of just, I don't get it. <laughs> uh, and, her team, or, and her teammates are a bunch of scrubs, to say the least. It's Kanako Nagatomo, Kyoko Aso, Sayuri Nagajima and Miori Kamiya. Uh, basically, don't worry about them. It's all about Yukari Omori. She is the champion, and she's leading this team up against a Dump Matsumoto-less Dome. Uh, and you can kind of guess just from the lineup of how this match goes. It goes. Uh, it's it's about twenty minutes, and uh, the cannon fodder goes away pretty quick. Uh, and Dome is is in charge, and it and it all gets to uh, Yukari Omori as as the final one uh, to worry about. And let me let's see. I'm looking at the end of the match here, and I want to say Omori pins Bull Nakano, but I'm not sure to finish the match. Let me just uh so. Yeah, uh, basically, it comes down to Omori just running house, uh, surviving last member of her team. Ah, yes. And she uh, gives Saito, uh, she, she gets rid of Saito, Iwamoto, and it comes down to her and Bulnakano, and Omori pins her off for a superplex. Uh, the match isn't all that great, uh, but it does set up a future little... Uh, rivalry program between between uh, Bull Nakano, who's continuing slowly getting pushed further and further up the card, and Yukari Mori is your champion, so it makes all the sense in the world. Uh, a match that happened just like a week later is way better for Team League, and it's the Team League final. It is uh, six on six. It's Team Dump against Team Chigusa, so they, they pretty much have a... Uh, I guess the closest thing to a big War Games match you can get in uh, All Japan Women of the Time, minus a cage, it's elimination style. Dump Matsumoto and her crew of Dome, it's Bull Nakano, Saito, Drill Nakame, and Yasuko Ishiguro. So we've seen Ishiguro before in early classics as the young AJW champion, and I believe at this time Bull Nakano has won that title uh, uh, from uh, Hisako Uno, uh, Kirohokuto. Uh, since then, and Drill Nakame, they're really building up to be this just weird-ass enforcer type. And uh, uh, There's also a cannon fodder person to not worry about is uh, Kahu Kage. Uh, the Chigusa Nagayo team is an interesting one. It consists of the uh, uh, Red Typhoons, uh, that's Yumi Ogura and Kazuya Nagahori, Yumiko Hota, name to pay attention to, and Nobuko Kimura and Yachio Harada. Those last two names are the cannon fodder of this team. And I say that because as soon as the bell rings, Dump Matsumoto just clotheslines, splashes both these geeks immediately, 
And so it's six on four team Dome. It really kind of sets the pace. And this is all Dump Matsumoto trying to get a lot of her heat back uh, since losing the hair match uh, the month prior. Uh, they <laughs> where it almost pins uh, Yumi Ogura as the third one, but uh, she kicks out immediately, uh, really establishing her as better than the rookie, uh, as she should. Uh, they're trying to build up the Red Typhoons as uh, title uh, tag title contenders, uh, trying to get them a- out of the lower end AJW division, we'll call it, and get into the main the main picture. And then Yubika Hota is coming off that tag league victory uh, with Nagayo. So we got four good people here, and it's all about survival against uh, d- the much larger heel Dome group. And Dump Matsumoto, they really cut, try to keep her out of the match and let uh, people like Bull Nakano and Condor Saito shine a lot. Uh, Drill Nakame is one that also st- stood out in this match because she's got a wild mohawk, much like Dump, kind of a similar build. So maybe maybe their idea was if she sticks around, we can kind of make her the next Dump Matsumoto and Bull Nakano can become her own character. It's kind of the way I put it. But where would I be if I wasn't mentioning what Dome uh, now looks like? So since Dump lost her hair, she's growing back fully shaved sides, and a wild mohawk. But the face paint's changed. Now it's kind of these henna, henna tattoos on their on one side of their cheek and swastikas in the middle of the forehead. It is a very, very wild, wild look. And, you know, late 1986, early 87. <sighs> read, the, read your history books, kids. It's, uh... It's not not a uh, not a kind time in uh, in 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 things like uh, Russia and Germany and the like. You know the the wall is still up. Uh, Germany and Japan have a history together, so keep that in mind. It's uh it's not worth getting kind of upset about. It, it's it's definitely a product of the era. Whether it's uh you know it's not something you'd do today for sure. Now the match, back to the match. Bull Nakano is really shining. She's in phenomenal shape. She her cardio's at all time high. They're they're clearly pushing her as a commodity now. And uh, they're put. They're, this is a good testament to show who to pay attention to, and really start training the audience for the next generation because. They st- I loved how they started the match. Dump pins two geeks immediately. Dump pull pins two geeks immediately, and then it's everyone else to shine. Even Chigusa Nagayo stays out of the match uh, quite a lot. Uh, she does get some fire back, and I believe pin Kage. But uh, after that quick elimination on her count, it's mostly just uh, Ogura and Nagahori going back and forth. Hota comes in, uh, tries to file ba- fire back at Dump. That's no good. <laughs> <laughs> like no good on her part. And it's a really nice kind of survivor series elimination type match. I really enjoyed this one. This one is definitely worth seeking out. It's from December 6, 1986, 6 on 6 tag league or team league match. Uh it comes down to Saito, Nakano and Dump 3 on 1 against Nagayo and this crowd is just fully behind uh their hero Chigusa. 
very well. It's it's a very well put together match. I cannot deny that. I I really enjoyed how everything unfolded, what was established, and how and when. And uh, Ogura or not not Ogura uh, Nagayo uh, manages to get one over on Bull, rolls her up quick. Saito comes in. She German Saito, and then it's down to dump. But she's just gone through you know, this match, and it's, uh, you know, she's fighting three against one, now it's back to a very fresh dump and Chigusa, and that's when kind of the weapons come out, interference starts, and dump just gets one over on Chigusa for this one. Uh, the feud more or less continues, even though, uh, you know, bygones be bygones kind of situation, but the rivalry will never end situation. I, I quite I quite like this. Dump gets win over Chigusa, builds uh, something more there uh, between one of Chigusa's best rivals of all time. And, uh, team, you know, Domei wins the team league as they, I, I, you know, as they should. They are the dominant faction in AGW. Uh, so definitely go seek this one out. And then the only match prior to the end of February I was able to, like, find interesting. I watched I watched a couple others. They're, they're not really worth mentioning. But one I thought was interesting was a January 9th, 87 match. It was Bull, Nakano, and Dump Matsumoto, the current 3WA tag champions, going up against the finally seemingly pushed Jumping Bomb Angels. Uh, They are uh, on their way to going on further excursion to the United States. Yamazaki has uh, fresh new gear on. Uh, Definitely makes her stand out more from Tateno. Uh, They're getting better. Yamazaki especially is... Uh, she's becoming just this crazy high flyer, doing a lot of just running to the top of the rope, springboard cross bodies, and Tateno's getting a lot more confident. And this is a big turning point for JBA. They got their music. Uh, uh, the crowd seems to be getting further behind them. Uh, they're developing their own individual styles in the ring more than just an AJW style, where it's go, go, go. So this was one of the better... Dome JBA matches, I think you can find. It lasts close to 25 minutes. And it's a two out of three falls match. I believe it is for the three WA tag titles. And it basically ends in a no contest. And a month later, the tag titles are vacated uh, on February 1st. And they're vacated until uh, about mid-April. I couldn't confirm why, but I think it was it had something to do with these uh, this match being kind of thrown out. Uh, maybe Dump Matsumoto goes down with a knee injury. I think that was a thing at the time. I'm not 100% sure on that. Uh, so the, the, the match is interesting. It's really a lot of uh, Yamazaki coming in, doing some high-flying moves. But a big chunk of this match was Tateno against Bull Nakano. Uh, and that kind of... That more or less sets... Sets so a nice little precedent for the next kind of couple of years with Norio Tateno's more singles career once JBA's over and Bull Nakano's singles career once uh, Dump and, and the major stars all uh, retire in the next uh, year, year and a half. So uh, Bull Nakano wins the first fall on Tateno and Tateno wins the second fall on Bull Nakano. Uh, and it's a lot of just good, interesting back and forth. Uh, the the longer Dump Matsumoto stays out of the match, the more it gives Bulnakano to shine and do a lot of the heavy lifting because Dump is just not a big cardio wrestler. She's just power splash your Dunson situation. And whenever whenever things got chippy 
it was always kind of dump smiling and kind of wanting JBA to bring more fire to them. But as soon as they did, she's like, all right, I'm bringing the weapons. <laughs> and that's what happens. Uh, Bolnacano gets pissed off. Uh, uh, Tateno is all furious. Yamazaki keeps trying to kick in. And one of my favorite moments was uh, when uh, uh, Dump just goes to trash can hell on Yamazaki. And she go, or uh, no, that, that this came before it. So Dump goes uh, goes all over Yamazaki, goes for pin, and Tateno just straight up kicks the ref out of the way. Much like how Dome was just doing this. It almost seemed like the ref was paid off by them, and that very well could be a thing. They have done the heel ref thing in the past with Dome. Uh, and so they keep doing, just doing these heel sticks, cheating left and right, uh, and finally JBA has had enough of this, and they show some fire. But as soon as they showed that fire, as soon as Tateno kicks the ref, that was Dump's cue to just bring all the weapons in. She cracks them both with trash cans. The kendo sticks are running wild. And uh, it looks like uh, Tateno is is going to pin Dump Matsumoto. And what a big victory that would have been. But she kind of rolls through and rolls on top of her. And it's a mixture of grabbing the ropes. The ref just not seeing this blatant foot on the rope. And... Uh, even Bull Nakano kind of holding <laughs> Tateno down at the same time. So it's like a, it's like four things wrong with this picture. And at the end, the it looks like one of the Matsunaga brothers, the owners of AJW, just goes, ah, he gets a mic. He goes, no, no, that's not going to fly here. And there's booze in the crowd. Uh, Dump goes crazy with a stick, even throwing the owner at time for his, for his nonsense interfering. It's good stuff. I really enjoyed this, and it really kind of gets you hype for a rematch between these two but like i said i think i think a dump either goes down with an injury or they do do this rematch and the titles are straight vacated due to disqualification or something or another this this promotion's not above that and uh then there's kind of a number one contender match and uh, i wonder if we i wonder if we see see the tag titles uh uh, uh yeah okay i can confirm that we, we do see uh, the titles getting new owners, and uh, that is kind of your, your super rookies against uh, the red... No, the Glamour Girls. The Glamour Girls come in and try to try to do that, I think. Uh, let, me, let me confirm here. No, we don't see... Yes, we do. That's what, that's what uh, the tag title is on, on, this, uh, on this very... Um, let's see, March 21st, 87... 3WA tag titles. Uh, okay, so the cage matches is, is incorrect on, on the date of when Uno and Hota win these things. Okay. So the, the match on this very classics was uh, Hota and Uno against the Typhoons for the vacant tag titles. Um, and that's uh, that's an interesting match. It, it, it really was. Um, also on on that card was Nakano defending the AJW against Ishiguro, uh, going for that rematch. It was fine. Uh, Asuka and Shigusa Nagayo's a five star rated match. You know, on second on my second watch of it, I still really liked it, but it's definitely very slow, and it really leans into the whole these two can't beat each other uh, uh, for the singles title. They it's a number one contender match. It goes to a draw and. This isn't the first time in any of my retro watches, whether it was the uh, LLPW shows or or any WCW shows. It, they, the finish where it's a time draw and then it's just announced a winner due to 
some arbitrary reason where they just go, ah, I think this person won. It's a very strange finish to me that I just don't understand how that's even uh, makes any sort of sense in, in wrestling standards because there's no points being being taken care of. It's just you have judges' decision. That doesn't fly with me. And that's what happened in the Asuka-Nagayo match. The 3WA tag titles is is very just kind of... It's good, but it's very standard. It's definitely not as good as the JBA bull dump match. And uh, gotta say... <laughs> uh, my good old uh, Red Typhoons not winning the tag titles uh, there for the vacant ones. Uh, boo. <laughs> I think they win them soon, though. I think they get a second crack at them, uh, if memory serves. I do know they win them at some point. And then the main event was Nagai Nakano in the uh, one of the first matches for the Grand Prix that was starting, which the 87 Grand Prix, if I... Yeah, I remember this one being good. And Nagayo Bulnakano starting it out and going to a time draw. So you yeah, had two time draws on this classic episode is, is a pretty wild thing. And you see kind of Bulnakano uh, frustrated with the draw. They kind of want to continue the time. But the, the ownership's like, no, we can't do a time extension for the Grand Prix. It's a tie. Just deal with it. You each get a point. Too bad. And the crowd kind of leaves disappointed. But you're just like, ah, it's like watching a, a tie in football. Where you're just like, oh, I guess that was good, but I want more. <laughs> uh, there was a lot of Dome interference. Uh, Nakano with the Nchakus. Uh, the, more, the more interesting one was Dump kind of shaking her head and walking away uh, from Nakano not being able to beat Chigusa. Uh, I don't recall how, what happens when Dump and Chigusa meet in the, t- in the, uh, in the Grand Prix. If they, if they even do. I mean, I kind of, I kind of imagine that they do meet. So this was a fun and interesting episode. As we do, you will hear the original audio of me watching these things for the first time. Uh, as, uh, as I get more educated on these things, uh, opinions change. Opinions get more educated. Uh, it's very interesting. And if you enjoy what you are listening to on All Japan Women's Destiny. Go check out the podcast the podcast proper, Redley Retrocast, and consider signing up to the Patreon, where we do a lot more uh, historical retro wrestling, whether it's WCW, whether it's NWA. Uh, we got two ongoing series now with uh, myself, LLPW, and uh, Kay over at Big Egg Joshi Podcast doing JD Star Reviews from 2001. And who knows what we might uh, put on in the future. It's uh, I think it's well worth your money. Uh, we do Joshi 2010's journey. So that's three big Joshi podcasts uh, for, you know, when you put it all together, everything comes out to less than 70 cents an episode, which I think is more than worth it. Uh, enjoy the original audio. See you next time. <laughs> Yes, baby, all Japan women classics from Proso Dream and Samurai TV. If you follow the Proso Dream on Twitter, you can gain access to the Google Drive to follow along with this podcast in our all Japan women's classics retro wrestling rewatch. Well, 
not rewatch for me. It's the first watch. So, uh, all matches from All Japan Women. This is February to March in 1987. All Japan Women Championship is on the line. Bull Nakano is defending the title against Yasuko Ishiguro from the Kawasaki City Gymnasium, February 26th, 1987. Ishiguro is wearing a wacky black and white tiger stripe onesie. Uh, yes, the onesies are still heavy, heavy, heavy in this time timeline. Uh, goes at Bull with a house of fire, but despite her best effort, Bull quickly gains momentum back. Bull has noticeably lost quite a bit of weight in between episode 16 and 17 here, which was November 86 to now in February. So we lost a couple months here. Uh, she proves her new fitness in this by uh, her endurance is way better. It's very noticeable. She's doing movesets changes, like cartwheels off the ropes, and she's running the ropes a lot more. This is real cool to see. It's a different Bull Nakano. She's, re she's slowly reaching that next level, guys, and I'm very excited. So the match is your basic hard power slams from Bull. Yasuko fighting back, only to get shoot pinned in the end, which was the last 30 seconds of just this fight of avoiding the shoot pin. So this was actually pretty cool. Uh, I kind of wish... Imagine this in the modern era today. You have two guys with a big, like, high school, college wrestling background. And the last, you know, 10, 20 seconds is a dude trying to shoot pin him and actually gets it. I think that would be a super cool finish. You know, think of, like, the uniqueness or old schoolness of the figure four pin that we saw in AEW. I want to see something like this in the modern era. And, hey, the crowd reacted as such, so... We both, we both liked it. Me and the 1987 crowd. The next match was... Oh, oh, mwah, 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 oh, 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 my God. Lioness Asuka versus Chikusa Nagayo. Same place, same time. This is the number one contender match. Oh, I've heard the stories of this. Okay. One million screaming women chanting for Chigusa in unison, as yes, we are here for the Crush Gals singles match. This was incredible. A pure, pure, pure back and forth between two tag partners, uh, between building their to their biggest moves, you know, jumping heel kicks, big-time German suplexes, submission attempts after hitting these lifting knee drops, you name it, everything seemed to have a point to leading to the next move. I, oh my god, I was able to get this dragon sleeper. I'm going immediately for a leg submission. And they'd fight out of it. Another, oh, I hit you with a... I was able to hit this German suplex move. Well, that gets the back and neck. I'm going to go for a headlock. Oh, it was great. Now, a gripe I could see people saying is, well, with how fast they kept going at each other and kept getting up, there was a lot of no-selling going on. Normally, I would agree with this. this. This opinion over the match. I could see people saying that. So keep that in mind. I love how when they hit a pinning suplex in this match, so think of like a fisherman suplex. Let's say they can't hold the bridge. Well, what would happen, and this happened numerous times, is they would simply float over right away and go for a pin. Simple things matter to me. So these two killed each other and their necks 
for the better part of 35 minutes. Uh, incredible. The tombstones, jumping, delayed pile drivers, top rope crossbodies. Modern day wrestling match right here turned to 11. Speed, zero time for resting. And yes, this match goes to a time limit draw. This totally works because they went nonstop. And it was a such a competitive nature to it all that because they weren't resting, the crowd never got to rest. So when the time limit happened, you're just like, fuck, it's over? Oh, man, I want to see more. So then the commissioner comes out, and he's powwowing with the ref, and he deems the match must continue because of the stakes involved. Okay, fair enough. Crowd explodes into excitement with this announcement. Exhausted, clearly. Both women go at it for another 15 minutes. Crazy. So it was a 20-minute draw, I believe. Could have been a 30-minute draw, and then five overtime minutes. I, I, I literally lost track of time, and I had to look up the actual match time online. Uh, so, once again... Another valiant effort from both. It goes to another draw. Another commissioner and ref powwow to decide what's next. They come to the conclusion after these 35 minutes. And after all this, it comes to a decision victory for Linus Asuka. Chigusa shakes her hand in congratulations. And they move on. So, in modern eyes, the decision win is dumb. That shouldn't happen. I would rather he said both will get a title shot and Asuka will now get the first one because we believe by the championship committee the edge went to her. So they both do win something in the end. Neither technically loses. So if they're going to do this decision, they both get the title shot situation. So who knows? Maybe that's kind of the plan anyways. I know Chigusa Nagayo is due a title shot. Right? Uh, so, yes. Um, regardless, utter classic of a match. I, it, this gets a easy high recommendation. Uh, 3WA Tag Team Championship on the line here. Red Typhoons uh, defending against uh, Hota and Uno. So, uh, this took place at Corican Hall, March 21st, 1987. Typhoon's in action here. They won me over in the last episode, and I was like, let's see what happens here. Well, it was a quick back and forth. Both teams really just hit their moves. Simply ends in a draw. That was disappointing. Despite the work effort, it was fine, but I just saw a 30-minute draw. I don't need to see a 10-minute one right after that. So, from the Classics Watch perspective, this was a negative. Um... <coughs> And then we got the uh, same show, Japanese Grand Prix, 87 League match. Nagayo taking on Bull Nakano. And uh, these two go to a quick 10-minute match that just ends up getting thrown out. Bull still looking f looking fit a month later and hangs with Chigusa well enough, but you can definitely tell Nagayo is another level. And Bull Nakano it just isn't quite there yet, but they don't want to beat her. Right? Because she is on a roll up, right? So Dump Matsumoto's ringside coming off that uh, that big hair versus hair match months ago. Uh, she's looking on, and I guess the story here was for her star pupil to beat her rival. 
And uh, there's a real cool heel kick outside. This is the spot of the match. Uh, Bull Nakano's up against the guardrail. Chigusa Nagayo runs at her, does the jumping spin heel kick, takes them both over the guardrail upon impact. Uh, so they brawl some more, get in the ring. Bull grabs the nunchucks, and there's just too much chaos. The ref calls for the match to be dismissed, and then Dump walks to the back, holding her head, shaking it. Very disappointed. Interesting. Aha. And that's episode 17. Uh, hey, if you, if you were to watch one match uh, besides the hair versus hair match and the, in my opinion, all the Dump Matsumoto matches, that Lioness Asuka, Chikusa Nagayo, uh, 35 minute draw is very much worthwhile seeing. Um, just shows how ahead of their time these women were in all Japan. It's pretty crazy.